What's up, everybody? My name is Megan, and I am the host of the Hustle Podcast. This is how I hustle. Coming at you today with another great topic, another great hustle topic. But before we get started, I do have a small favor to ask. When you are posting on Instagram about how great your hustle is, do me a favor. Tag Hustle Podcast. Use the hashtag. This is how I hustle, and you will get featured on the podcast. I can't wait to share some of these hustles and see what you guys are doing on the side or as your main gig and hustling. So please share with me and I will share with everybody. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another great episode of the Hustle Podcast. I'm so excited uh, for today's topic. I feel that with everything going on in the world, with COVID-19, the coronavirus, the pandemic, the stay-at-home orders, um, today's topic is super important to go over, and that is um, your morning routine. So this is something that has long been the subject of productivity and lifestyle experts. And we're even told as little kids that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, or early bird gets the worm. We grow up with these metaphors about our morning routine. Honestly, a good morning routine can help set your day up just right, avoid stress, and put you in just the right mindset to get everything done for the day. Most of us have morning routines with habits and uh, common things we do each day without even really realizing it. Uh, I think people are creatures of comfort, and so we kind of gravitate towards doing the same thing in the mornings. But what we're here to talk about is finding a system that works for you in the morning, especially with um, the pandemic and everyone staying home. I think it's important to reevaluate your morning routine in case everything has been just drastically different. Tim Ferriss is a best-selling author and entrepreneur, and he is credited with saying, if you win the morning, you win the day. In fact, a good morning routine is said to have untold health benefits. From your mental to emotional health, to lower stress levels, more energy, and even better sleep patterns. I think most of us would love to have that amazingly productive, get more done before the rest of the world even wakes up, morning routine. But is that realistic? Is it achievable? Does it mean that you have to get up at 4am every day? But what if you're a night owl? All these questions are very valid and real and are ones that you should be asking. And so let's talk about what exactly is the perfect morning routine and how we can shape it so that we can achieve our own personal goals and ambitions. If there's one thing I can tell you right now that I know I am 100% right about is that we are all different people. So it makes sense to say that even among the most successful people, they'll have different morning routines. So I'll share mine um, between quarantine, stay at home, Megan, uh, to the normal work, Megan. Uh, so I get up, um, in my normal schedule, I get up around 4am. I have a cup of coffee. Very first thing I do my hair, my makeup, I get dressed, not necessarily in that order, but you know, I'm pretty much ready to go by five o'clock, five fifteen. I take my dog out, start my car up, get my lunch ready. And then I go to work and I try to be to work by five forty-five, six in the morning. And then um, 
I kind of have a very structured day at work too in the morning. So I work until about 8, 8.30 and I have my second cup of coffee. And then I have lunch around 10, 10.30, 11. I'm off work at 2.30. I go to school. If I do go to school, I go to school by 5, 4 o'clock or 5. Or if my non-school days, I'm at the gym by 3 p.m. Uh, and I go from there. So my whole point, I kind of went down the rabbit hole with that. But my whole point is my day. My I'm the kind of person I thrive on a schedule. My mental health <laughs> depends on having a schedule. I need to know what I'm expecting. So I really um, settle into what's comfortable and I love my schedule. So that brings me to quarantine, stay at home, Megan's schedule. <laughs> and it's kind of different. Um, I still wake up. I wake up a little later. I don't have my commute. So probably wake up around 5, 530. Um, and then I just kind of immediately start working. I'll log into my computer. I'll check in. I'll do my emails. And then I'll um, go ahead and get my coffee. And uh, some days I do my makeup. Some days I don't. Some days I wear pajamas until eight. Some days I get dressed right in the morning. Um, it's kind of just how I feel that day or how I want to feel for the rest of the day, honestly. So I will say that in this quarantine, um, my schedule, my morning routine has definitely struggled, but I definitely still keep getting up at the same time and I still go to bed at the same time. So that has not changed. Um, I still have a cup of coffee at 5 a.m. and I still have a second one at 8 a.m. And then I do everything I can to kind of keep it the same. Like I work out after work at around 2.30, 3 o'clock. Um, and I log into school around the same time. But uh, there are some key differences. But that is my morning routine. And that's just kind of how I do it. I like it the same every single day. If I If it's not the same, I get kind of grumpy. But, you know, I can work past that. Uh, it's just kind of how it is. So um, and I shared mine. So let's take a look at some of the dynamic morning routine types and the successful people who made each style work for them. So the first type we have is the eat the frog first type. Perhaps you've heard this phrase before, but what does it mean really? Side note, I have never heard this before. <laughs> So doing this podcast, this is actually the first time I've ever heard that. And I was looking and I was like, oh my gosh, what do you mean eat the frog first? But it's from Mark Twain, eat a live frog first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you for the rest of the day. Um, it's explored more in the book by Brian Tracy called Eat That Frog. And I've heard it explained two different ways. And the idea is either one, do your hardest items first and the rest of the day is going to be easy. Or two, do your most important items first thing in the morning when your focus and determination are highest. Either way, these are the morning people who have high energy and self-discipline in the morning, like straight off the bat. You wake up, you're ready to go. And they choose to eat the frog first because they can do the most important or hardest items before they've spent an entire day making other decisions. Um, and actually, this is a very interesting thing uh, experts talk about called decision fatigue. Uh, the idea is that like as you go through the day making all these decisions, by the end of the day, you're kind of too wiped out. Like you're just too, you're over it. You're done. You don't want to do it anymore. So what are some famous people that are froggers? First, we have Steve Jobs. He was famed for avoiding decision fatigue by wearing the same black turtleneck, jeans, and new balance sneakers every day. 
said in 2005 at a commencement address, For the past 33 years, I have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Uh, That is a very powerful statement, actually. I really do like that. Uh, Another one, another person would be Margaret Mead. She would get up at 5 a.m. and write 1,000 words before breakfast. Once when a colleague canceled one of her famous early morning meetings, she yelled, How dare they? Do they realize what use I could have made of this time? And then Mozart. He did all of his composing before 9 a.m. That's crazy, guys. Like, could you think waking up in the morning and writing a thousand words? Like, that's a paper for college uh, or, or composing music before you're, you're even uh, halfway through the day. That's crazy. So the next type that we have is the evening planner. The evening planner is a person who has their entire next day planned out the evening before. They lay out their clothes. They set the coffee pot. They write down their to-dos the night before. And they're able to go to sleep with a clear mind. This has the advantage of making room in your brain to dream. With everything planned out ahead of time, you don't have to worry about what's for breakfast or when to do whatever task in the morning. Plus bonus, you get to wake up to the smell of coffee. This is actually, I really do kind of like this idea. And I do it in a sense, um, be it by myself personally, when I plan out the night before, it relieves a lot of my anxiety about forgetting to do things. Um, I'm really bad sometimes. I'll forget tasks. Like I know I need to do it and it's important, but I'll forget if I don't write it down, if I don't plan it out, I'll forget about it until the worst possible moment. And so I do write things down a lot. I kind of do do the evening plan stuff, but I don't do anything like setting my coffee pot or um, getting breakfast ready in the morning. But you can't make your morning quicker, too, if you're an evening planner, if you think about it. Okay, so some famous evening planners. Kenneth Chenault is the American Express CEO. Before leaving his office each night, he writes down the top three things to accomplish the next day. And actually, the next one is Barack Obama, the former POTUS. He starts his day two hours before his first scheduled event, which sometimes meant rising before five when he was in office. But he also made time for dinner the night before and helping his daughters get ready for the next day. Next up, we have the morning planner. So this planner is a lot like the evening planner, but this type of person plans to plan. They make space in their morning routine for evaluating their daily tasks and sorting out their day. Sometimes this includes answering email or intentionally meditating on your mindset for the day. Technically, Steve Jobs can be considered a morning planner too. Other famous morning planners are, uh, to begin, Benjamin Franklin, started each morning with a three-hour block from five to seven to address powerful goodness and set up a plan for the rest of the day. He asked himself, what good shall I do today? And finally, he said, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Well, and the next person, um... Let me say, I'm going to say this wrong. Uh, I stay Gazdar. I'm so sorry. I, I said that so bad. But he's the founder of Wild Food Cafe in London's uh, Co- Covent Garden. 
He uses an alarm clock and a backup and usually wakes up 10 to 15 minutes before they go off. And then he thinks of it like this. The moments before fully getting up and jumping out of bed are really important to me. I say to myself, I am awake. And that goes to all levels of my being. Not just the physical, but mental, emotional, and spiritual as well. I become aware of myself. I stretch my body from my head to my toes. Massage myself and take a deep breath, and then I get out of bed. Next, we have Oprah Winfrey, and she starts her morning with 20 minutes of meditation, which she says fills her with hope and a sense of contentment and deep joy. Next up, we have the exerciser. Exercisers are often found in other types of morning people, too, and they're often the early risers who get more done before the sun arrives and who have planned out their day the night before. Uh, personally, if you can work out in the morning, I have a lot of respect for you. I've tried it. I can't do it. I can't wake up and immediately work out. Um, I really like working out in the evening. Uh, so much respect to you if you can work out in the morning. But I, there are great benefits to working out in the morning. Um, and they are as follows. You have less distractions. You don't work out in the heat of the day. You set the tone for a healthier day. You um, have less stress due to cortisol, the like reactions that you get from working out. Regular exercise means you have more energy. You improve your focus all day long. It helps with appetite control. It supports weight loss. And it manages glucose better. Um, this is in reference to type 1 diabetes. Also gives you better blood pressure and improved sleep as opposed to exercising before bed. Uh, some famous morning workout people um, would be Anna Wintour, Vogue editor-in-chief. Starts the day at 5.45 with an hour-long tennis match. Then you have P.G. Wodehouse. This is an author. He wakes up at 7.30 a.m. to do his daily dozen calisthenics on his back porch and then come inside for breakfast. Marla Beck is co-founder of Blue Mercury Cosmetics. Wakes up at 6 a.m. and automatically, in quotations, I'm telling you, walks four miles. And then Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, rises around 4 a.m. and goes for an early run, has his breakfast, and then heads to the gym for extensive training. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, next up, we have the slow mover. This category doesn't get a lot of attention from productivity experts for obvious reasons, I think, but it tends to hold the comedians and the creative successes in our culture. Before you ignore these people, check out the many studies that show how night owls who sleep in may actually be more intelligent than their day-bound peers, or as I like to say, the daywalk. So there was an Italian study, actually, that found that evening types tend to be more creative. Some famous slow movers are Trevor Noah, a comedian and incoming daily show host. He gets up at 6 p.m. Winston Churchill is a former English prime minister, and he managed the first part of his workday from bed. He woke up around 7.30 but didn't get out of bed until 11. And he would read the paper, have a big breakfast, and start the work by dictating to his secretaries. 
Pharrell, Pharrell Williams, musician and entrepreneur. He starts his day at 9 a.m. by thanking the master and then showering. And apparently the shower is where most of his songwriting happens. The next type of morning person we're going to talk about is the social butterfly. The social butterfly checks their social media accounts and spend times with their family the very first thing in the morning. I don't know if you're raising your hand because that's you, but I'm raising my hand because it's me. So you know that while most coaches and researchers recommend staying off social media, even away from email, sometimes those social interactions are essential to your emotional well-being in the morning. I think a lot of moms tend to fall in this category too, just by default, because you're getting the kids up and out the door. Or, you know, if the dads are the one doing that, they fall into that category too. A famous butterfly that you might know is Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook founder. After waking up around 8 a.m., he immediately checks Facebook, Messenger, and WhatsApp before even putting in his contacts. Next, we have this person. The get it done before everyone else -er. Which, you know, if you can do that, more power to you. But these are the extremists of the morning routine pool. They get up extra early and achieve so much stuff, so many numbers of tasks before the rest of humanity has even thought of the snooze button or even getting up or even being awake. Laura Vanderkam, author of What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast, says for many people, this turns out to be a time of day that you can have for your own priorities before everybody else in the world needs their piece of you. A famous get a donor is Mark Wahlberg. He's an actor. And then he says he gets up at 2.30, eats breakfast at 3.15, works out for a couple of hours, then he golfs at 7, and by 9.30 is icing his muscles inside his cryotherapy chamber. Also, another example is Frank Lloyd Wright, who is an architect. He would only work on his designs between 4 and 7 in the morning and then would go back to bed for a nap. So those are our types of morning people, but I do want to caution and kind of talk about mental health for a minute. I'm a big proponent of mental health. I have my own problems. And so whenever I can kind of circle back and talk about that, I really love to. Um, when everything is said and done, we still have to be careful. We have fun accounts of morning routines but they can also kind of become mental health traps for people. It's very easy to see these things as doable because other people are doing it, so why can't you? But this isn't necessarily accurate. Comparison is never a good idea when it ends in making you feel like you don't add up or you don't measure up. Now, everyone benefits from a super early morning routine. Waking up at the crack of dawn to run a 5K, drink green juice while reading the encyclopedia, and simultaneously doing a five-course skincare regimen might be attainable for some people. But for others, especially if you have a lot of outside distractions that take away from your attention in the morning, it's just not a healthy option. You must work within your responsibilities, interests, and physical needs, and most of all, your personal goals. Even people with the optimal setup for those 5K mornings might not be biologically set up to be a morning person. Some of us are night owls and get twice as much done when the sun goes down as we ever will be fighting to wake up before the sun returns. And that kind of ties me back to my stories from earlier about uh, my own morning routine and my mental health. 
So I, I struggle with my mental health. I go to therapy. I take medicine. It's a long, you know, journey of mine personally, but I have learned through this quarantine and staying at home that I thrive on a schedule. I didn't do one for the first couple of days and I suffered a lot. And I've tried to fit into what other people define as their most successful morning schedule, and it didn't work for me. Um, Like I said, I got a lot of respect for you if you can wake up and get everything done, or if you can wake up and work out, but I've tried it. And for me, it doesn't make me happy. It doesn't fulfill me. What fulfills me is what I have now. I like a quiet morning with coffee, my dog, my cats maybe some news. And then I kind of just collect myself, do my routine of um, makeup, getting dressed, my hair. I listen to podcasts in the morning a lot, actually. And that's what makes me happy. That's what fulfills me. It's what is good for my mental health. So above all, you have to do what's best for you. No one can tell you what that is. The only person that can is you. A surefire way to not stick to routine is by trying one you won't actually care about, says Bob Posen. He's a senior lecturer at MIT and the author of Extreme Productivity, Boost Your Results, Reduce Your Hours. So now I would like to take a look at some of our options and pick ones that fit and work for us and not the other way around. All right, so I don't want to say that these are tips for having a good morning because I just got done telling you that uh, some of this stuff doesn't work for everybody. So I want these to be options for you. So I'm going to go through some stuff and then pick out what you want. Tell me what works for you. Number one, eat a good breakfast. Fast and easy like oatmeal and fruits or just a cup of black coffee or tea. Uh, So personally, I, I like just the coffee. I eat later. Another option for you is you could drink a full glass of water. Or... You can listen to your body clock. Get up when it makes sense to you and your body is rested. Be creative when you are at your peak time. And if that's 4 a.m., then that's great. 4 p.m., perfect. Of course, it doesn't work for all of us if you have set work hours. But what will help you is by going to bed early. I'm telling you, I'm part of the early bedtime gang and I'm proud of it. I like being in bed by 8 p.m. And that's just how I I know I can be successful. Um. Staying up late is a thing of the past, but, you know, I'm 25 and I love to go to bed early. So that will help set you up for success if you have set work hours. Another option is to set an alarm to wake up and an alarm to go to sleep. It's about establishing patterns. Uh, Next is to disengage and turn off notifications. Actually, this is a really great tip. I uh, set my phone on do not disturb at 5.30 p.m. I told my friends. I was like, hey, if I don't respond, I don't respond. This is why. But don't expect to hear from me in the in the evenings. I decided to set a healthy boundary between my work email, business email, my friends and Instagram and social media. And I have found that it works so well to not have my phone going off all the time. I really do like it. Another great option is to develop a morning routine that works every day of the week, not just your work days. Or you could track your habits, spend some time seeing what you do and what works best for you. Another option is exercise. Start small 
and work your way up to longer times of endurance. Or stay at 10 minutes. That's okay too, because studies show that elevating your heart rate for just 10 minutes have long-lasting effects on your heart health and overall fitness. Keep in mind your time limits, physical abilities, and needs, and pick something that matches for you. But I will say that consistency will help you improve. So if you suck the first couple times you do it, it's okay. I've been there. We have all been there. Anyone that has picked up a weight or done any type of running or cardiovascular activity in their life has been there the first day. You are not alone, so keep at it every day. Next, you could check your emails or do a bit of work. Some people like to meditate or pray. Or you could start a gratitude journal, and when you wake up, write down three new things that you're grateful for every day. You could wake up and read a book or listen to a podcast like me, so I love to do. You could also watch TED Talks or find a style that relaxes or focuses you, not one that is a struggle for you to maintain. So if you try to read every morning and it's just not interesting and you're falling back asleep, well, that's it. Throw it out the door. You're getting something else because this is all about finding what works best for you. If you like to get up early, shoot between, for, between 6 and 7 a.m. About 50% of successful people wake up at this time of day, actually. Next, when you get up, you can plan out your day. You can make lists and schedules. It has been reported that this can boost your productivity and it helps achieve your goals better. You can decide to eat the frog or go for a quick victory lap to build your momentum. So get the easy things done first if that's what makes you feel better. Finally, you can spend time with your family. This isn't usually something that makes morning routine lists, but it helps you maintain health benefits that are numerous because it helps reduce stress and even prolongs your life. You've heard the phrase that no one ever got to the end of their life and wished they had worked more. So the key to this list I just went over is that it's not a list. It's not a to-do list. It's not tips. The optimal morning routine will not include every single thing. In fact, my best morning routine won't look like yours. And yours won't look like anybody else's. You can kind of treat it as a buffet tray from which that you can pick up whatever works best for you and make your own perfect morning. And that's all I have for you today on the successful morning routines. I thought this would be a really great topic, again, because of whatever what's going on with everybody, staying home, and literally almost everyone in America, a lot of people just don't have the normal routine anymore. And it's scary. The society, the world is scary right now. But we can work to help our own stress, help improve our own mental health, and improve our morning routine. And hopefully some of these tips, some of these options for you um, help you, and then you can take them back into your normal schedule and be more productive, have better mornings, or have better nights when you wake up, depending if you're a night owl, whatever floats your boat, whatever rocks your ship. <laughs> so... Um, I do want to thank you for listening. As always, I love doing this podcast. I love talking to you guys. Um, 
If you listen to this podcast, please let me know what your morning routine is. Or if you have an idea or a tip that you would like to share, throw it out there. Tag me, hustle podcast, hashtag this is how I hustle. And I'll be able to throw your morning tip out there on another podcast with happiness because I want to help as many people as I can. That's all I have for today, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening. Again, I am Megan. I am your host. And you can find this podcast on any of the normal podcast sites, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, you name it, it's out there. So please leave me a rating. Let me know how I'm doing. I would love, love, love your feedback so I can make this better. If you have any hustles, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, tag me at Hustle Podcast, hashtag this is how I hustle, and I will feature you on the podcast. Looking forward to talking to you guys next time.